Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. When it comes to air quality, the bad news is that wildfires and air pollution have really degraded the quality of our air. But the good news is that we are all realizing that the quality of our air, especially our indoor air, is really darn important. In 30 minutes, Puro Air will remove allergens, dust, smoke, and gases from your room. It uses a stronger type of filter called HEPA-14, and it filters pollutants at a microscopic level. Check out everything Puro Air has to offer at GetPuroAir.com. That's G-E-T-P-U-R-O-A-I-R.com. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Talking about all things Cavaliers, we welcome on one of the greatest Cavaliers of all time, former Cavs center, now analyst for Bally Sports Great Lakes, Brad Doherty, joins us on the North Homestead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline. Brad, welcome to the show. Hey, thank you very much. I appreciate you guys for having me on. Well, it is a great honor to talk with you. As I mentioned, you are uh, your Cavs great. We, we were talking about you earlier in the show off air, and I said – 
you and Mark Price are part of my first basketball memories. And I, as somebody who grew up in the Sagana Jop era, it's very rare in a small market we get to say good memories uh, are your first memories of Cleveland basketball. <laughs> oh, that's great, man. That makes me feel good. Hopefully uh, it doesn't make me feel too old because you haven't told me how old you were when we were playing. So I'm, I'm, I'm 76. <laughs> Perfect. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Now, you're, now you're talking my language. Perfect. Uh, Brad, let's let's get started tonight. Uh, how yep. confident are you the Cavs can make it three straight? You know, I'm, I'm pretty confident. You know, we played really well, obviously, last night. Um, I think the thing that really gets us on the road where we, you know, we've, we've struggled a little bit this year is obviously our inexperience, but we just need significant bench play when we're on the road. You know, we're at home. We've got the home crowd behind us. You know, we're locked in. Uh, we get tr- you know tremendous performances from all of our starters and uh, the bench guys come in. They got so much energy. That's going to be critical tonight. Um, I hate you know that Ricky's not playing because he's really starting to get into a little bit of a rhythm. That bringing back that old Ricky Rubio vibe that that was great for us before he got hurt. So you know I think you're, I think we're capable. I'm just concerned about scoring enough points. You know we're a great defensive team uh, most of the night, but uh, it also Sometimes after a night last night where we just kind of everyone, you know, Isaac Coro had an amazing game. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we struggle on that that back to back sometimes, just putting up enough offense. And so, uh, but you know, Bradley Bill's not playing tonight, so hopefully there'll be an opportunity for us to to take it, someone to take advantage and come off the bench and give us a good shot in the arm. So that's what I'm looking for. You know, Brad, it's interesting. Mitchell has kind of been questionable for a while since the, he's had this groin injury. And he keeps playing through it. You know, obviously a back-to-back here tonight. Should the Cavaliers maybe give him a little bit of a rest? Well, you know, it's it's you know talking to Donovan, and he is banged up real bad. That uh, groin, as you guys know, if you're playing a little bit of sports, you know, you pull a groin, and it just oh, yeah. it takes forever. And uh, he keeps re-injuring that darn thing. And the problem with it is, you know, is as you try to manage a bad groin pull. Sometimes you can work your way through it and get it to where it'll, it'll continue to heal, even if you're playing. Uh, you've seen it happen a thousand times where a guy will take time off for a groin. You know, and the groins can take, I think it can take months and months and months. And you see a guy take time off, significant time off, and come back and he re injures it right away. I think as long, and, and from what I understand, there's no, you know, fibrous tears in the groin, which is what you're watching for. Uh, other than that, you can you can kind of manage that thing uh, as he plays. Kind of got to be careful with his minutes. And what you'll see is, you know, when you're warm and he's playing, he's fine. It's when he he, go, he goes and sits out, trying to maintain that warmth. If you know we had a bike or something, he could ride. It'd really be helpful. But I don't think you're sitting because I think it's just it's one of those things where after a couple of games, it's going to feel a little bit better, but it's still there. And so. Uh, like I said, it's not like a these or, or something like that or a, a meniscus tear. Or, you know, that groin is just always, no matter what you're doing, if you're just sitting there, it's going to be it's going to be prevalent. But you can manage through it as long as it doesn't start fraying and he's not at that that point. And we do a great job. Our our our, uh, our, our physical staff and docs do a wonderful job at, at managing these guys. And he'll get enough rest with load management anyway that he'll have a chance to to veer away from it so i'm not overly concerned uh, i think that for donovan getting to know him 
Um, you know, he's got such pride on the offensive end. Um, I think he's aware, obviously, of his limitations, and sometimes, you know, you can see it in his jump shot just a little bit. Uh, doesn't quite get the lift that he uh, normally has or explosiveness because I think he's trying to protect his own groin. So, uh, yeah, that's a conundrum, but I, I think he plays. We need everyone to play if we're going to have a chance to be successful at the end of the year because, man, we're we're right there in the middle of the dogfight. I mean, it's you lose a game and the team behind you wins a game. I mean, it, it flips things so quickly from four, five, six. Uh, every night until the house, you got to be ready to play. Brad Doherty, a longtime Cavalier, now analyst for Bally Sports Great Lakes on the North Olmstead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline. You mentioned Okoro. Uh, since January 1, a- averaging about 10 points per game, uh, really across the board, all of his numbers are up. I-, I think even though he's not attempting a lot of them, shooting 50% from three-point. Um, how how certain are you the new Isaac Okoro is the real Isaac Okoro with this team is currently constructed? You know, I, you watch guys today play, and what what's happened to basketball, and where you hear a lot of old heads complaining about the game, it's because of of you know AAU AAU basketball has just become so so dominant and so prevalent in these young guys' lives. It's what they do, and so where you know a hundred years ago when I played, you worked on going to basketball camps and you worked on fundamentals, and so you'd have a guy who wasn't a great athlete. But he could still play the game and and go to you know certain heights in the game because of his ability fundamentally. Well, you know, over the last couple of decades, it's more about AAU basketball where guys run, jump, and play, and the athleticism is off the charts. And so, you come to these levels, you get to Division One basketball, and you have a certain skill set, and it's kind of once you get there it's really hard to start defining things, uh, whether it's a shooting touch or shooting stroke or dribbling with your left hand or that type of thing. Where today, and most coaches at Division One basketball now will just take a guy who's a good AAU player and has particular strengths, and they just work on those strengths. And that's what we saw with Isaac when he got here from Auburn, is you saw a young man moves his feet extremely well defensively. Uh, very aggressive, attacks, really hard nose, goes to the basket, but was very deficient in shooting the basketball. I don't know if I've ever seen a player at this level in today's game make the adjustments that he's made to his shot. You know, when he first started shooting the basketball here a couple seasons ago, he shot the ball with his shooting hand right in the middle of his eye. I mean, I don't know how you – I mean, he's, he's guarding himself, basically, when he's shooting the basketball. Um, and he has worked and worked and worked. And now it's only about halfway in front of his face. And so Bernhard Langer, and I don't know if you guys are golfers or not, but he was talking a couple of years ago, and I was talking to him a little about his golf game. You know, he plays on the Champions Tour. Just had a remarkable run. And he was talking – I was talking to him one day about his grip. You know, we're talking about grips and stuff like that, and I'm hacking it around golf. But he said his grip has always, his entire 50-year career, his grip had always been really, really weak. And he was trying to strengthen his grip as he's gotten older so he could turn the club face over. He said to move his grip with his right hand to a strong position was about an inch 
inch and a half. It took him a year and a half as a professional golfer in 62, 3, 4, whatever years of age to move that, that right hand an inch. And the thing he said that's most difficult, and this is what I equate back to Isaac when I watch him, is that during stressful situations, you're going to your fail safe is going to put you back to that grip being an inch and a half off and the eyes shooting that basketball in front of his face. To answer your question, I think he's earned the opportunity and the right to be in the position he is in. I think it is a, a never ending process for him to continue to earn that position uh, through his, his due diligence, through his work and through his habits, because if, if he doesn't do that, and, and JB really gets on him really hard because he responds to that. He responds to the adversity of trying to do better. Um, if he doesn't continue to push and we don't continue to, he has to live on that edge because if he doesn't, he'll never be able to stay where he's at. I know that's a long answer to your question, but the answer to the question straightforward is, I think Isaac is is, ob, is is in a month-to-month situation. He has earned every inch of the right to start where he's in his starting position right now. And as long as he continues to grind as hard as he can grind, then he ha- he, he'll continue to have that opportunity. Now, what will happen and could happen is, you know, he gets in a slump. If he gets in a slump with the deficiency, it makes it more difficult to – put all your eggs in a basket with him. And so, uh, and you also got to remember the kid's only a couple, he's only been in the league a couple of years. So I I love Isaac Okoro. I love his work ethic. I love his determination. His attitude is infectious. Uh, You know what you get. And as long as he continues to grind, it's not natural to him. So many guys today, it's all natural to him. It comes, man, watching Donovan, shoot a jumper, watching Steph Curry shoot a jumper, man, it's just like them, you know, putting on a tennis shoe. It's not that natural to Isaac. And so you admire him for his work ethic, but there's going to be times he moves in and out of the lineup just because it doesn't fit well uh, with the current schematics. Brad, what do you think is the next step for Evan Mobley? Another another interesting, uh, uh, interesting kind of almost a conundrum. You know, when you watch Evan play, and I told I told Colby Altman this earlier this year, I said, you know, you got to be really careful with him because the nights we win basketball games, his his stat line is going to be eighteen, you know, nine, three block shots, two steals, you know, one turnover. Um, and then you'll look at the other things, the intangibles of deflections, uh, getting into the passing lane, lockdown defense. That's what – and Kobe and I had a little debate about it. It was pretty funny because he's like, well, this guy could you know, eventually score 30 a game. I, 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 don't, I don't think that's where we go with him. Um, you know, I, I think he is a unique player because, you know, he's almost a unicorn-type player because of his size. His ability uh, to move his feet is almost unparalleled for someone that's seven feet tall. I'm talking lateral, his lateral movement. Uh, His length, I mean, we're about the same height, but I bet he 
I bet he's a hand, a full hand reach over me when we put our hands up together. Um, I, I, I think it's, it's one of those things where we're very, very fortunate to have him from the standpoint of he is a tremendous worker. He has an insatiable thirst to get better. Uh, he's very serious about getting better. So you gotta you got to figure out how to plug him in to what we're doing. I mean, we've got some interesting pieces in this puzzle. Um, we're really close, you know, with, with Darius and Donovan still trying to figure out the best way to play together. You know, right just in those two who are going to be the dominant ball handlers and going to provide about 65 to 75% of the assists during a game that's going to make our team better, uh, you also have the cap- you know the capability of having almost 50 points a game between those two. So then you've got this player in Evans. We can't we don't need him to score 20 25 a night. There're going to be nights we we take advantage of that. He scores 30 and we win. But we need him to do everything well. Everything well. And uh, those are very very rare. Um, I can only think of a handful of of players throughout the history of the game that could do participate every facet of the game and be impactful. And, and I think that's what we have in Evan Mobley. And as he continues to get bigger, stronger, uh, more, more consistent with his shot, uh, his ceiling is just, it's, it's, I don't know if there is one. Um, and, and also his basketball IQ is very high. And I think there's some things, I love, I get to talk to him, and I just feel so fortunate to get to be around these young guys. And the thing I talked to Evan a little bit about is just awareness. Sometimes I don't think he's aware of where he's at because he's so fluid in movement um, around the basket. I mean, they're, they're, he, he could shoot little hook shots all day long in movement, and no one can do anything about it. You just can't, you can't stop it. Um, sometimes he wants to, to, to rebound aggressively and gather himself. Uh, but I keep telling you, you're making yourself, you go from seven feet to, to 5'11 when you do that. You don't have to do that. And he picks it up a little bit at a time, shooting a little fadeaway jumper uh, on the right side of the block, turning back to his right. That's a that's a, an interesting shot because you look at someone, especially if you're guarded by a right-handed player, which the majority of players are, you would think they could get to that shot and block it. But just simply because of the way your shoulders turns, it creates about six inches of space that you just can't recover to. And understanding that at his size and his ability, he could shoot that shot. Scotty Pippen used to do it really, really well, shoot that little shot off the glass. So anyway, uh, to answer your question, I think we have a true uh, gem in Evan Mobley. We will have to continue to evolve coaching-wise and teaching-wise with him because he's going to be able to go to places that their other guys on our team will never be able to go. Uh, and, and so you have, to, you have to coach that in a specific way. Hey, Brad, did want to ask you, it's, it's so great to see you on the broadcast. I know you're not on, on every game, but do you have your schedule? Like, I mean, how, how does that work? I mean, how do we know how to find you? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, I, I, I've agreed to do, we'll do about 28 games this year. Awesome. We'll do about 30 next year. Um, and, and I'll talk to the Bally's folks here and, and you can reach out to those guys. And I think they've got a schedule that they've released somewhere, uh, that, that shows all the games that I'm doing, but awesome. 
I'm, I'm tickled to death. I came in a couple of years ago just to sit down during the Wall of Honor ceremony and to do ask me if I do a couple games. I'm glad to, and then they ask me if I do a couple more. And they keep asking me to do more. So that's a I'm good thing. A great time. That's a good thing. Yeah, it's a great <laughs> time. And, you know, primarily I'm I'm trying to, to be around, and help out with the team a little bit, and, and speak to these young guys, and just just having a lot of fun. But doing the games is great. Getting to work with you know John Michael and and Austin and Campy and all the folks involved, Serena and Kaylee, and, you know, got a great producer and Brent Valente and those guys. They just do a tremendous job. So a lot of fun, a lot of fun. Have a great time doing it. Well, it's great to hear you. It's great to have you back in Cleveland more often, and we sure appreciate your time today. Great stuff. Hey, thanks for having me on, and uh, you guys keep doing what you're doing. You do a great job. Oh, thank you thanks, so much. Brad. He had some really interesting thoughts on Jaron Jackson. You just heard him there talking about the importance of where the Cavs are. And I'm really torn with Donovan Mitchell's health versus getting the best seed you possibly can. Yeah, I am too. And, like, listen, I, I hear what he's saying about the groin injury and how it can be kind of chronic. And, like, if it's not torn, you can kind of play through it. I I honestly, if it's not torn, then that's a situation. And, listen, trust me, I've, I've torn every muscle in my body, my lower extremities. Ooh. And it sometimes just takes about 10 days mm-hmm. of rest. And then you come back, you kind of take it a little, kind of ease back into it. And it's not going to, if it's not that bad is my point, I think a week to 10 days would really benefit him. Well, and and I think there's just a, I think there's a really important distinction to make because there's, you're healthy enough to play and then there's, you should be playing. And I just think we know Donovan's personality is he's going to be playing every single game. And I think I think in sports, it's actually an underreported thing, and this is not a Cavs thing or a Cleveland thing. I don't think teams do a good enough job protecting their players from injury because they don't want to rock the boat. Right. Inevitably, if the player can say he can play, then you just let him go do it. I think the results are are speaking for themselves that Donovan maybe shouldn't be out there. And I think on bad nights, when he's hurt, He's, he's actively hurting their chances to win, which in the end doesn't do anything to help Donovan, Darius, and Evan, and Jared form together as a cogent team. Right. So I would like to see them there. And I thought his, his stuff on Evan Mobley was fascinating, where the guy that he said, and he was like, this is going to be a guy that impacts every line of the box score. He'll score 18. He's going to have you know 10 rebounds. He'll have five assists. He'll have a couple blocks, uh, direct, you know, uh, redirected shots, a couple of this, a couple of that. That guy didn't sound, to me, all to be like Chris Bosh or Kevin Garnett, two guys that he was compared to when I was listening to his description of what he thinks Evan will become. I heard of what Jaron Jackson was supposed to be before the knee injuries or before the injuries got to him. And, and by the way, Jaron's still a damn good basketball player. But – what he was supposed to be when he was drafted with a top five pick. Right. And I thought, I think that's interesting because I do think that matters. Like long term expectations and what we think guys are going to become, at some point, it, it, it does get held against you. Like I know we're all in the love bubble because Andrew Wiggins had the NBA title last year. Andrew was scoring 20 points a game for seven years, eight years, and was thought of as a major major disappointment because he to that point he hadn't become an impact defender and he hadn't learned to create his own shot 
Uh, that's not fair. He hadn't learned to be a better all-around offensive player. I think it matters. My my hope is that Evan just continues to to evolve, and we see that. But like, I wonder, like if 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 he's Jaron Jackson, do you think that people five years from now would look at that and say it's a disappointment? I would hope not, but I think a lot of people are expecting this dude to score thirty a game. I think I think that's that's one hundred percent accurate. Maybe that's unfair. Like the Durant stuff. That's unfair. Like, dude's a unicorn. I, I, and I got to say, I don't see Durant. Yeah, that's I don't. fair. I see more Bosch. Yeah, I like that. Like like what Bosch would be if They're Bosch grew long, up 10 years seven later. Seven-footer, you know, unicorns, but no one's Durant. There is still a point with me. And this is, an, uh, this is just a thought. I don't want to make it into a huge thing. There is a thought with me. Where I do wonder whether Jared Allen and Evan Mobley are going to be on the roster together three years from now. Right. And that's not, well, they can't do it. It is at some point, especially if Donovan stays, at some point you're going to have to upgrade the wing. Right. That's just the league it is. And as great as Donovan is, and he is, guys, he's everything we thought he would be plus 10%. He's fantastic. Even now, like, do you still have flashes with the groin where you're like, Dude's got one friggin' leg out there, and he's doing stuff that yeah. you know other people dream of. But there is a part of me that wonders at some point if you're going to continue to rock with the undersized backcourt. At some point, are you going to get to a point where you have to say, you know what, love Jared Allen, but we can get a plus wing defender slash scorer and shooter that might fit here, and then Evan could kind of take over as the backbone of the defense. I think it's certainly possible. I don't want to see that day, uh, at least not any. When it comes to air quality, the bad news is that wildfires and air pollution have really degraded the quality of our air. But the good news is that we are all realizing that the quality of our air, especially our indoor air, is really darn important. In 30 minutes, Puro Air will remove allergens, dust, smoke, and gases from your room. It uses a stronger type of filter called HEPA-14, and it filters pollutants at a microscopic level. Check out everything Puro Air has to offer at GetPuroAir.com. That's G-E-T. T-P-U-R-O-A-I-R.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. Time in the near future because I think they play so well together. I think it's kind of how our team is built, mm-hmm. right? Around those two two big twin towers in the middle. I mean, they're they're unbelievable when they play together. So um, yeah, maybe one day if, if it becomes evident that we need that wing defender slash scorer, maybe they would have to move on. But right now, I just think the team's kind of built around those two. Yeah, I mean, I so I don't think you have to, but I think it'll be a real conversation the farther you get into this build, as long as Donovan stays. And I don't know, man, I was watching, I can't remember what sequence it was. Um, I think it was Friday night. No, no, no. What was the last game before yesterday? Was it Friday night or was it? There was oh, a game Friday, right? No, no, no. It was one of the losses last week. Where well, they had the Thursday game against the Grizzlies. It was the Miami game because it was Jimmy Butler. He had Jimmy. Dude, life's a, uh, <laughs> it's time, happening really quickly. Yeah. Time's a flat circle. Time's a flat circle. But Evan was out on the perimeter. He really defended Jimmy driving inside almost perfectly. Jimmy... Knew he couldn't put it up because Evan's so long, and he just dumped it off to Bam Adebayo, and Evan then impacted the second shot. 
He was five feet away and and put good effort into just moving over really quickly. And out of bio got the bucket, but it was like a quick like floater. Mm-hmm. And I was like, he just defended their two best players in a span in the of same, five in seconds the same possession. and probably about twenty feet. Like that's where it is. And it, that's not to say that Jarrett doesn't do similar things because he's such a phenomenal defender and and especially at the rim. But like sometimes I watch it, and I'm like, defensively. Could Evan do what both Jared Allen and Mobley do together? Two one six five seven eight double zero nine two. What stood out to you guys about what we heard from um, the the Cavs? Great uh, Brad Doherty on the state of the Cavaliers. We'll get more into the. Obviously, we're waiting on some news here. Uh, who's going to play tonight? Who's not? Uh, Donovan Mitchell supposed to be available. Karis Levert is questionable. Cavs looking for their third straight win here. I am fascinated, Dusty about the Nets deal delay. Adrian Wojnarowski saying that it's because they want to try and find a third team. I don't know what that third team would be doing. I don't know if that's offloading maybe Dorian Finney-Smith's contract. Maybe that's it. Here's what I do know. If I am the Brooklyn Nets, I am just running to league offices to lock in the compensation you got for Kyrie Irving every moment. Before you tell the league office you got a trade and, the, and it's consummated, every moment is a moment for Mark Cuban and everybody in that Mavericks organization to be like, well, did we, should we? And well, they've had all weekend to see the reaction to it. Like if there's any player in the NBA that you'll get cold feet over trading for, it's Kyrie. So, yeah, I, I think the Nets are playing with fire here. Cause you And here's the other thing. It's not just about the Mavericks. What if Kyrie comes out before the trade and just says, I'm not reporting. I want to go to L.A. Right. And I don't know he would do that. I'm just saying, like, man, you're, you're, I feel like you're getting greedy. You got a first-rounder, two second-rounders, and two useful players for a guy that is a colossal pain in the butt. Maybe just take the money you got instead of trying to get cute with it. There's a reason that Woj put this out there, right? Yes. I mean, if this thing was definitely about to be done, this tweet wouldn't happen. Oh, there. So I the plot thickens. I think it's going to happen. I'm like 99% sure it's going to happen. But the person who loves chaos and the person who does enjoy yeah. this, the kind of spinning wheel of machinations of the NBA, really hopes for chaos in this situation. We had Brad Doherty on a few moments ago. We, uh, we got some calls on this one. We're going to go with Todd. Welcome to the show, Todd. Hey, Nick. Hey, Dustin. Hey, Todd. Todd, 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 Todd. You guys have good interviews. That was one of your better ones with um, Brad Doherty, for sure. Why, thank you. You're welcome. Uh, so many interviews are conducted with the same questions of how does that feel, What's, what was that like, which is understandable because we are talking about sports and um, their exper- athletes and their experiences. But Brad Doherty brought up some things, one of which being – that really caught my attention. I had never thought about Isaac's shot as being a defensive type shot. And I went back while I was listening and looked at how he played as a rookie. Now he's playing now. And now that caught my eye. I was like, that was a very good assessment on Brad. But he, you had to put it in front of him in a way for it would be part of the conversation. So that's why I say that's one of your better interviews. I have two questions for you, Dustin. Yeah, what's up? I, I recognized you as being over the years a fluent. A fluid, rather, a fluid in limber dude. When you told, when you said you had so many um, torn muscles, 
is that contribute to some, a lot of nervous and tense energy that causes conflict with your natural fluid and limber state? I don't even know how to answer that. I mean, I, I, I only know two people who have had a lot, who were very good athletes, mm-hmm. who have had a lot of torn lower body muscles. Yeah. And, bo- and both of them that have had that experience, have had those experiences, have, have a lot of nervous energy. And he, no matter how limber and fluid they are, they tend to tense up a lot. And that causes a conflict. And that, that causes them to tear muscles. I don't know you. I know them. <laughs> yeah, Why would a limber well, and fluid dude like you have so many torn muscles, man? Uh, I don't know, because I was a, a fast-twitch guy. And a lot of fast-twitch athletes. They are, too. Okay. Well, you know, you Todd... You always ask him questions. You you never ask me questions about my quick twitch or, you know, potential fluidity over here. Well, I do have a question for you. I happen, to, I happen to see a picture of you and your wife together not too long ago. How did the guy that looks like you get somebody that looks like that? Well, there's the on-air answer, and then there's the off-air answer. <laughs> Luck. Yep, yeah. <laughs> you know what? I'll take that, Todd. Ding. We appreciate you, buddy. Thanks so much. Todd, Todd, Todd. Yeah, yeah. Luck is absolutely the only answer and the only acceptable answer. Adam, welcome to the show, buddy. What you got for us? Hey, guys. Thanks for the call. Thanks for taking the call. Um, this is in regards to the Jared Allen comments about if he can stay on the team and mm-hmm. we still have a wing. The contract was configured for five years, 100 mil, 20 each year. Pretty team-friendly, but also tradable if you do need to upgrade. I'm hoping, and obviously the deadline will dictate this, but if you keep Kevin and Karras and let them walk, that'll clear about 52 mil. And ideally, that's money I think you can put towards the wing. The real question is, what is available? I don't know the free agent options. The only name I know off the top of my head is Chris Middleton, and I find it hard to believe he would leave Milwaukee for Cleveland. So then I think it becomes kind of how we've been building a team before do you draft and develop but i'm hoping you can keep jared long term who plays well with evan while having cap flexibility to bring in that star uh great interview with brad keep up the good work gentlemen oh thanks so much um yeah it'll be I, now he said 52 million dollars i don't know how that actually matters versus up against available cap space to sign a player but I think we look at the Cavs core four as that's who they're going to be for the next five years. It might be. It also might be there's one more move, and that's going to be the uncomfortable one. Trading Larry Markkinen, not uncomfortable. All due respect to guys having a great year, career year. Trading uh, three future first-round picks, not really all that uncomfortable when they're seven years away. Trading Jared Allen might be the thing eventually. And by the way, it might not just be Jared. You might have to really open up some conversations on either one of the other two young guys. I don't want to do it. I don't even want to think about doing it, but that is a conversation you have to have. Yeah, I don't want to have it now. Yeah. Oh, no, we won't. (laughs) It was already uncomfortable enough to even say the Jared Allen thing out loud. So while we're having uncomfortable conversations, I do think it's time to send up a thought and prayer to LeBron. Yeah, I just feel for him. Not only did he I lose, feel bad for the billionaire. I mean, well, billionaire, uh, world class athlete, about to break the uh, all time scoring record. All time scoring record. But really, why you and I should feel bad? Did you see his comments uh, to? I believe it was the New York Times, and 
it was a conversation about uh, let me make sure here. Yeah, the New York Times, and it was LeBron talking about how he wishes he could do normal things. And here's here's the comment. Quote. There are times I wish I could do normal things. I wish I could go to Target sometimes and walk into Starbucks and have my name on the cup just like regular people. Oh, man. I totally, all right. I totally understand that there are pitfalls to fame, even to fortune. There are pitfalls to these things. But in a world where, like, there are people out here listening that are living paycheck to paycheck. There are people who may have just made like a really tough decision on on whether they can have an elderly family member uh, live with them because they can't afford a proper um, retirement home, right? Or like kids sick. Like there's so many things that people are going to, and LeBron's like, "Man, I wish I could have my name in a Starbucks cup." Well, LeBron, you you can. Yeah, just go to Starbucks. They'll put your name on it. Yeah, and here's the thing: you don't have to tell. And them. If you if you don't want want. Uh, to go yourself, I'll go for you. Or here's the thing, Bobby Valentine, that'd be. You buy, I'll fly. Yeah, get a wig, get a mustache, or get like do some the Billy sort of, Manziel. Yeah, do the Billy Manziel and just be like, yeah, it's Derek. Bam. You just had your... Remember the one the commercial LeBron was in where he's like doing the dance and he's wearing like the, the singlet? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Bring that back. Bring that hair back. He's got oh, the wig. Oh, was so good. Oh, yeah. He'd kill to have that hair now. But We both would, by the way. Yeah. I, I just... I would too. LeBron, buddy. It's such just, a bad just, look. Just have a feel. Like, yeah. maybe you do feel that way, and maybe you can't go anywhere because you're six foot eight mm-hmm. and everyone rec- athletic. And everyone recognizes you because you're on every billboard across the, yes. the world. Like, it probably is difficult to go places. But just have, kind of have, kind of read the room. Like, guys, do you know I've got to use my private jet to get around because I can't even oh. fly commercial? Huh? Like, I. It's totally valid to feel the way you feel, but maybe it's not the right time to lay that level of, of complaint out there. And I'm willing to offer this. I'm willing to offer a body swap to LeBron. If, if you know of any, uh, great soothsayers who can find a way where LeBron gets to live in this body with my paycheck and my job. I'm willing to live in LeBron's body with his paycheck and his responsibilities. I'd, Could you I'd imagine? That bleep. Remember what was the uh, the song that came out? <laughs> Where the guy switches bodies with Chris Brown, the freaky song. Oh, <laughs> what was it called? I forget. I don't. I don't know. It's, it's re- not Freaky Friday, right? It might be Freaky Friday because that was a movie, but I think that's what they. I'll it Freaky to. Friday yeah. that, and it that was stuff. like really. Have you seen the music video for it? No. It's we're watching funny. the break. Uh, yeah. Thoughts and prayers to LeBron. We love you, buddy. You'll get there one day. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. 
And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly.